Life Action Ministries presents Base Camp Adventures. It's a might bit early in the year for a cold wind to be blowing like this, wouldn't you say, Sue? And those clouds. It's not raining, but those look like some pretty dark storm clouds. What's the weather forecast call for today? Clear and warm. Thought so. Hello, Alexander. Jack. I'll get the fire started, Mountain Man Jack. Hello, Mountain Man, sir. Detective, what brings you here? Ow! Splinter! I just came with Mr. Belmont to make sure nothing untoward happened. Untoward? Alexander, why are you here? Nope, just a scratch. It's fine. I wanted to confront your brother one more time. Give him one more chance before you take him to court? One more chance? No, hardly. I wanted to see his face one last time before we meet in the courtroom. This looks good. Now, where did I put that lighter? We have one more paper that Joseph needs to sign. I could have brought it alone. Mr. Belmont's lawyer offered to bring it as well. But But like I said, I came to see the look on his face. Would it be hopelessness, anger, despair? Whatever it will be, I'm sure it will be good. My employer's motivations for coming excite me as much as they do you, Mr. Mountain Man. Well... You're going to have to wait to see it. He went into the city on an errand with one of our camp kids, Albert. Let's see how good using this dryer lint as a fire starter works. All the way to the city? When did he leave? Wow, this fire's catching quickly. They should be back in an hour, maybe. Perhaps the best course of action would be to return to the city No, I'm content to wait. Hey, how's that fire look? Looks good, Piper. You want to bring out the kids? I don't think it'll rain, and we promised them a story by the fire. Huh. Look at my weather app, Mountain Man Jack. There's only clouds around this area, and it's warm and sunny everywhere else around base camp. Strange. Gentlemen, you're welcome to wait, but it'll be a cold wait for sure. Mr. Delmont? Oh, I'm waiting. We'll be right over here. We'll be right over here. <sighs> Alrighty then. Kids, this was not the weather I expected when I told you you'd tell you a story around the fire this afternoon. But Piper's built a good one. Thank you. And it's not storming or raining. So gather close together. Between each other and this fire, we'll be warm. They won't. Eh? Those two guys over there, just standing in the wind. Well, now, that's their choice. Hey, you guys, don't be goofballs. Come over. No, thank you. We're fine here. They're being goofballs. Like I said, it's their choice. Anyway, so last night, I was reading through my journal. You journal, Mountain Man Jack? Well, I do, but the journal I was reading ain't technically my journal. I found it on the mountainside a few years back. I don't even know if journal is the right word for it. It's not like a diary. It's, uh, a little mysterious, actually. Mysterious? Yeah, kinda. It was full of strange stories, handwritten, that I've never heard before. I don't know where the book came from, but the stories inside, they spoke to me. Spoke to you? (laughs) What I mean is, they had meaning. They pointed back to a lot of truth from God's word. Kinda like parables. I can't imagine that these stories really happened. But many of the stories that we've told you at base camp come from this journal. Mr. Belmont, they've offered us a place by the fire. This wind is cold and bitter. But if you look at them, they look warm and comfortable. No, I'm staying right here. Very well, Mr. Belmont. You are free to be a goofball. But I am joining them at the fire. So last night, I was looking through the journal, and I reread this story. It's a favorite of mine, and I thought it'd be a perfect one for us today. Excuse me, young man, may I sit here? Yeah, sure. What about the other goofball? He'd prefer to stand in the cold. I am not a goofball. Scoot over, please. The story takes place long ago, 
in the southern villages of a land called Adhara. Adhara? Where's that? Adhara? It can't be. It's... It can't be. This particular village was near a waterfall on a mountain, and a single bridge connected it to the other side of the waterfall. The waterfall and its river cut the mountain in half, and the only other way to get to the other side of the river was by boat. On the village side of the river was good land for crops. On the other side was a forest that had plenty of game for hunting. Beyond the forest was a barren land the people called the Badlands, where vagrants and wanderers and criminals lived and roamed. In the village, though, lived a tribe of families who worked together and protected each other. One of those families was that of the chief. His wife had died many years earlier, but he still had his sons, Arye and Jakai. Race you to the bridge! Your legs are longer, Jakai, but mine are stronger. Ha! Longer or stronger doesn't matter, only faster! Boys! <sighs> Almost made it. The bridge, and the woods, and freedom. <laughs> Almost doesn't count. What do you think you're doing, my sons? We were going to the woods, to go hunting. To use our new bows. I've only had a couple of chances to really try mine out. And you're already better at it than I was at your age, Jakai. I love it, Father. I mean, it was made just for me by the artisans. Yes, they did particularly good work with yours. But today, you are assigned to take the animals to the watering hole. Oh, I, uh, I forgot. Boys, we must set a good example for the people of the village. The family of the chieftain does their part just as everyone else. Yes, Father. One day, Jakai, when you lead the people... They will accept you as their leader because you did not put yourself above them. Yes, Father. Now go. What about Arye? He may do as he pleases. He was assigned the job yesterday and he did it. Now, Jakai, take your bow, put it away, and do your job. Well, there goes the day. We can hunt together tomorrow. What are you going to do? I guess I'll still go hunting. I'll catch something for you. You can try. Don't get lost and end up in the Badlands. See you tonight. Hmm. This looks like a good spot. This trail leads to a creek. Shouldn't be too long before a thirsty animal comes along. What's that? A rabbit. Already. I've been hoping for something bigger. But rabbit will do. Missed! Not even close enough to scare it away. Closer that time. One more try. Oh, come on! What's wrong with me? What's wrong with this bow? Ah, no! Snapped right in half. A deer. No, two. Three deer? And me with a broken bow. Hmm. My bow's broken. But Jakai's isn't. Those deer are going to the creek. If I hurry, I can make it back in time. That's right. You just stay there. No reason to leave anytime soon. (laughs) I'll be right back. There it is. He didn't even put it away. Just left it on his bed. He'll be furious if he finds out. But no one has to know. I'll just take it, get the deer, and return it. He never has to know which bow was used to get the deer, or when mine was broken. 
but he will know I got a deer. Or two. If I'm really quick, all three. It was this way, right? Yeah. It was by the clearing, by the spring. Or, or, or was it... Whoa! Oh, oh no! It can't be! Oh, it can't be! Oh, it's, it's broken! And worse than mine was! Oh, what am I going to do? You would not believe the day I had. Brownie got his horn stuck in the berry bush down by the waterfalls, and then by the time I got him out, his two sisters got their horns stuck in the bushes, and when I finally got them out, Brownie stuck his head back in and got stuck again. And you don't want to know what the llama did, but I stepped in it. Chikai, I have something to tell you. Just tell me you actually caught something good, and it's ready for dinner. No, I didn't catch anything. Rats! Why not? Were you walking too loud again? You always walk too loud. No. I broke my bow. Well, that'll do it. Can't throw arrows. No. But I saw some deer, and I had an idea, and it didn't go well. Man, you look like you just lost the whole herd. What happened? I I saw a deer, and I came back here, and... Well, do you remember how Father always tells us to admit when we've done something wrong and ask forgiveness? Well, I need to ask your forgiveness. What did you do, Arie? Please forgive me, Jakai. I came back here, and I got your bow. Arie! You had no right! I know, but that's not all. I... I broke yours, too. What? That bow was irreplaceable! It was given to me on my 10th birthday to mark the time when I was of age to join the men hunting. I know. Mine too. Who cares? You broke your own bow. I did it. Now I need to break something of yours. Boys, what's going on? Arie broke my bow. He's a thief and a fool. I did not mean to, Father. But you did. Maybe we can just get new ones. You are the chief, Father. Son, that is not how I choose to use my power. The tribe gives every boy a bow and they turn ten. After that, the bows and arrows must be earned, traded for, or crafted by your own hand. What? Maybe I could do that. That's a laugh. Your hands could never make something. They're only good for breaking things. Jakai, please, forgive me. Never. That was the one possession I treasured the most. Even more than your brother? Father, I have no bow, and I wish I didn't have a brother. Father... What have I done? It was an accident. I know. I hope he sees that today. He has broken something as well. Come on, Brownie, you old goat. No, get your head out. No, Brownie, your horns. The branches of that bush are getting stuck. Good grief. You just never learn, do you? You've got to stop sticking your head in there. Ha! I finally know how to describe you, Arie. Goat brain. Leave me be, Jakai. I'm doing my chores. I don't need you here. Maybe you don't need me here, but I think Brownie might. I can't believe you let him get stuck again. I seem to remember you were the first one to let him get stuck in the berry bush. I also remember that day. Do you remember what else happened that day? Enough, Jakai. It took us a year to earn enough to trade for new bows. A year. Jakai, please, just forgive me. Our past is behind us. 
We've replaced the bows. But I want to fix our brotherhood, too. That will never happen. Not until you get your goat brain replaced with a real human brain. And one that actually works. Boys, enough! Father! Father! This has gone on long enough. Your foolish rivalry is tearing this family apart. Am I supposed to trust the future of our village to you, Jakai, as my eldest son? For five years you have let this rift grow. This cannot continue. I must call upon a trial of restitution. What good will that do? I hope and pray it will do much good. But it will only do as much good as you let it. Sir! What is it, Galdo? The, the pigs, sir. A man was seen breaking into the pins. He got away with two of the piglets. Who was it? He was dressed as a badlander, sir. Gather as many of our guards as you can. Run patrols along the river and set guards on the bridge. I doubt he used the bridge to come over, but to get back with any of those pigs, he needs a boat or a bridge. Yes, sir. Boys, tomorrow you will come to the meeting place at noon, understood? Now, I have other matters to take care of. Galdo, where was he seen last? I've never seen a trial of restitution before. What is going to happen, Jakai? I don't know. Trial by combat? Do you really think so? If we're lucky. Boys, thank you for arriving on time. Thank you for gathering here today. I have called this trial because, as all of you know, a rift has grown between my sons. So now I call upon the judge. They're bringing in old Master Cleave. What did you expect? This is a trial, Goat Brain. Ah. <sighs> I will interview each of the boys alone to hear what they have against each other and what they hold against their brother. And when I'm done, I will bring them before you and we will attempt to put this matter to rest. First Jakai and then Arie. Jakai, come. Well, go on, Jakai. Yes, father. People of the village, we live in a community. We are many families that make one family. We love each other and we take care of each other. In the Badlands live people who have chosen to rule by their own strength. But here, we know that we are stronger together. And so when there are conflicts between each other, that do not resolve. It does not just harm those involved. It affects all of us. Now, we have two of our own. The conflict is like a wound that has become infected. And their conflict must reach a resolution. I have listened to both of them. One brother, Arie, truly wants to heal the relationship. He has done wrong to his brother and has sought forgiveness. The other brother has done wrong too because he has chosen not to forgive. Jakai, come forward. Are you saying you've passed judgment and found me guilty? You will know what I am saying, Jakai, after I have said it. Step forward. Yes, sir. 
Open your hand. I don't, uh, I don't understand. Open your hand. Now, close your eyes. Sir, I... Jakai? Yes, sir. Now, do you feel this thing I press in your hand? Yes. Eyes closed. Yes, sir. You feel the roughness, the softness, the scale. Scales? Clench your fist, Jakai. And as I let go, open your eyes. What? What is this? <gasps> ah! Goodness. You hold in your hand a small viper. Are you trying to kill me? No, far from it. This viper has a poison, like its cousins, but it will not kill you. It will make you sick for three days. Only make me ill for three days, is that all? Perhaps four. Why are you doing this to me? I did not let go until I knew you had a good grasp on this creature, just behind its head, where it cannot strike you. Should I be thanking you? Is this how you pass judgment on me? Father, this is your wise man? My son, listen to him. Trust him as I do. You trust him? With my life. In my life, it would seem. Listen, child. Assuming you do not want the viper to strike. I do not. There are two things you can do with this creature in your hand. Please, tell me. First, you can toss the creature away. Throw it to the ground and let it slither away into the grass. And second? You could continue to hold on to it and refuse to let it go. I think the choice is obvious. Do you? What will happen if you hold on to it? My hand will grow tired, I'll lose my grip, and it will bite me. Yes, yes. Take it further. What would happen if you didn't lose your grip? Then I can never use my hand. But that's just silly. Eventually, I'll lose my grip and it will be able to strike me. Indeed. But if you toss it aside... It will be gone. It will slither away into the grass. Yes. Now, what is your choice? It's obvious. I want to throw it away as far from me as possible. Obvious? Yet in your heart, you hold tight to a poisonous snake far worse than this one. You hold tight to bitterness against your brother. Your brother wronged you, yes, years ago. But he has sought your forgiveness. And instead of forgiving him, you have held tight to that bitterness. And it has poisoned your soul, as sure as this snake's bite would poison your blood. Is that what this... this demonstration is about? As with the snake, you have a choice to make about your brother and the wrong he has done against you. Forgive him. Toss the snake away. Work at mending the friendship that you two brothers should have. Hold tight, and let the bitterness and anger rot you away. Foolish old man! I will never forgive my brother! Then you face a life of either regretting this choice or running from it. I do not run from my choice, I run toward it! What I do run away from is this village! Brother, what are you doing? Packing. To leave. What do you want? I want you to stay. Don't make me laugh. No. I'm giving you what you want. Chikai, don't. Where would you go? To the Badlands, REA. I'll be out of your way. You've won the people's favor. I can never belong here. Chikai, what can I do? You can get out of my way! Chikai! You must let him go, son. He has chosen his path. You cannot choose it for him. And you must walk your own path. The path I hope to walk, father? 
is one that will bring me to Jakai, and bring Jakai back to us. That is admirable, my son. I pray I may see it happen. Sir? Yes, come in, Galdo. We found the thief. He's just outside. Come, Arie. You call me a thief, you brutes? He's hurt. Did you do that? No, sir. At the bottom of the waterfall, he saw us coming, let the pigs go, and started climbing the rock face to get away from us, and he fell. Broke my leg, too, and my shoulder. Tahan looked him over, sir. She bandaged his cuts. His leg is not broken, but his shoulder might be. Did you retrieve the pigs? We did, sir. Give him a meal and send him on his way back to the Badlands. You're going to send me into the wilderness with these injuries that your men gave me? Your wounds come from your own actions. We gave you medical care, and we are giving you food, and I am offering you forgiveness, even though you have not asked for it. This is more than you deserve. Galdo, take him from my sight. And you, thief, I never want to see you again. I will not be so lenient next time. You just prove what we believe about you in the Badlands. You are weak, weak forgiveness. That's something the powerless give to the powerful to try to feel like they have power. You like the sound of your own voice, don't you? Get him out of here. Feed him and then send him to the bridge. Make sure he is out of your sight on the other side. Chief Arie! Yes, Galdo. You look worried. Sir, I do not have good news for you. Is this about the gathering in the Badlands? Uh, yes, Chief Arie, it is. Hmm. How bad is it? Our spies report that they have started crafting weapons. We think they are assembling into an army, possibly to come and take the village. Hmm. That is my fear. Uh, there's also more, sir. Their leader. You don't need to tell me. I already know. When I took over from Father as chief of the village five years ago, I had heard rumors. We have official confirmation, sir. Two of the spies saw him. So Jakai is gathering an army. You know, Galdo, if he had stayed here, he would have become chief. He's created his own tribe to be chief of, it would seem. Oh, Jakai. Even when Father was still chief, the Badlanders were becoming more and more bold. Sending thieves over and attacking our hunting parties every year, more and more. Was he behind it all this time? Possibly. He's definitely behind it now. Hmm. He's forced us to come up with new ways to defend ourselves. Walls around the villages to keep the thieves out. Walls? But walls with a gate. A gate you've opened to any of them who would join our community. Yes. My father taught me that the open hand is better than the closed fist. None of them have taken us up on it, though. And then there are the weapons. I wonder if they know about those. Our craftsmen developed them in secret, and our guards have practiced in secret. They cannot know. I hope we never have to use them. What could he possibly hope to gain from this? Taji, it's almost time. Time to strike? Time to strike. Finally. Time to strike take what's rightfully mine. And take revenge! Yes, for pushing me away. And for wounding me, and giving me this limp and deformed shoulder. And 
for keeping all the good things to themselves. And for giving the title of chieftain to your brother, who never deserved it. The army is big enough, the men love fighting, and they too want to take what the people of the village have. Crops, animals, weapons, and houses. We will push them out to the Badlands, and we will take what should be ours! Finally. After all these years. Yes, Jakai? Nothing. It's nothing. The time to strike is now, Jakai. They have the flaming powder, but they don't know that we do too. Yes, Taji. When we met all those years ago, the day I left the village, we promised each other revenge. You've been by my side every step of the way, and now we take the last steps of that path together. Tomorrow, either the village falls or we do. Galdo, what are they doing? Chief Artier, those look like larger versions of our weapons. Giant shooting weapons, so large they need to be rolled out on wheels. Look at them line up on the other side of the bridge. They cannot hope to attack us using the bridge. It's not wide enough for them to get many of their men through quickly, and we can easily cut the ropes on the side and make it unusable. I don't know what their strategy is, sir, but our spies failed to discover that they had these monstrous weapons. Tell the guard to assemble everyone. Have them bring their shooting weapons. Sir, where are you going? To the bridge, to offer them one last chance for peace. Chief Aurier, I can see you, brother. You shall remember this day forever. Galdo, hurry. Assemble the guard and get the people ready. They may need to fight as well. Understand this, people of the village. We, the people of the Badlands, declare war! I'm hurt. I'll get to Han. No, uh, there's no time. Sir, that piece of wood in your leg is no splinter. Uh, uh, give me those rags. Help me stop the bleeding. And uh, then we see Tahan. And then we see Jakai. But first, uh, I need you to help me find something in my house. Sir, you mean the house that just fell in on itself after just one hit from those giant shooting weapons? Yes, Are you helping me, or am I doing this alone? I'm helping. Ah! What are you doing, Arie? Tell him, Galdo. Jagai, your brother seeks to parlay. Meet him in the center of the bridge. (laughs) Sure, we'll parlay. Help me, Galdo. I see you do not come alone. Neither will I. Your man carries your weapon. You carry a wrapped bundle. Jakai and I too will not come unarmed. So, after all this time, here we are face to face. Brother, you carry a machete, and your man carries a spear. Galdo carries one of our guns. It is like your weapon, only smaller. Please, though. I want no fighting, no bloodshed. Then evacuate the village now. Problem solved. I... I recognize you. Yes, you were the pig thief. And you are the goat brain. 
Your brother has told me much. Jakai, this is between us. Your leg is bleeding. You smashed our hut. My hut. With your weapon. A flying bit of wood caught my leg. Is this what you wanted? Is your revenge now satisfied? I never meant you harm, brother. I only asked you over and over for your forgiveness. I still ask you for it. And I suppose you'll forgive me for... for this? My leg? Yes. Yes, I do. I want nothing but peace between us. And yet you come with a soldier who has a weapon. I bring a weapon of my own. This bundle. Take it. Father's... Father's bow. The bow of a chieftain. Can we please finish this between us? Jakai? Jakai! Do not lose your resolve! I've... I've destroyed his home. I've wounded his leg. I hold in my hands the bow of chieftains. The bow of my father, our father. I've gotten revenge. But he's given forgiveness. All these years... Over so small a thing. Jakai, what are you talking about? We need to finish this! Yes. Finish this. Go home, men. Return to your camps in the Badlands. This war is over. We will never win a battle against them. What are you talking about? What are you doing? This is between me and my brother. It always was. This war serves nothing. One-on-one combat, then. To take final revenge on him. No, Taji, no. All these years, I've held on to that viper. It's time to let it go. Brother, it warms my heart to hear these words. No, not after all this time. If you won't take revenge on your village, then I will! Ah, Taji, leave him be! Ah. You raise your fist against me, Jakai! Get your hands off me! Ah. Ah. Let him go! Fine, then! I'll throw you over just as I'll throw your brother over! Taji, stop! Ah! No! No. I'm sorry, Chief Arye. Go back to the village. Jakai's army is scattering. Begin. Begin rebuilding. Tell the guardsmen to keep vigilant watch. What about you? Just go. I need to be alone. But your leg... My leg will still be here. I just need some time. Now leave me. Yes, my chief. Whoever you are, please, just go back to the village. You are needed there more than you are needed here. Have you been here the whole time? Yes. All of Jakai's men have run away, and... Jakai? It's me, brother. I... I... Let me help you up. But you... I I saw you. I fell into the water below. I ache all over my body. But I saw you on the bridge, and I had to come to you, Arie. I thought about what to say to you the entire time I walked those old forest paths to the village. And then to come here to the bridge... I can only think of a few words that will have meaning, though. I... I forgive you. But more importantly, 
Can you ever forgive me? Oh, oh, my brother, of course. Father's bow, I seem to have dropped it. Uh, it broke on the rocks below. Jakai, as chief, I'll forgive you for that. And now, <laughs> let's not talk about broken bows again for a very long time. <laughs> and that, as they say, is that. Arie continued as chief, with Jakai as one of his most loyal advisors. I can't believe that anyone would stay angry for that long. I wish I could say the same. Okay, kids, it's time for dinner. <clears throat> Clouds have cleared. Yep. Wind died down. It's not near as cold as it was. Also true. Do, do you normally have a campfire story in the middle of the afternoon? Nope. Why do you ask? And you really decided to tell that story last night? Yep. Why? No reason. Um, Mr. Mountain Man, do you think I could have a look at that journal you found? It's back in my place, but I don't see why not. The land of Adhara. Have you ever heard of it before finding that journal? Nope. I reckon it was a made-up kind of fantasy thing. Some of the stories in that journal read like fairy tales or fables. Some of them sound like a Chronicles of Narnia sort of thing. Once, a long time ago, I was assisting an archaeologist in Mongolia. They found an abandoned village. And was it called Adhara? No, but there were some old writings that referenced a door to Adhara. The writings also referred to talking animals, of all things, and strange happenings in the place beyond the door. I'd like to take a look at that journal, uh, perhaps make a copy. I think... I think there may be more to this journal, and to this place beyond the door, than just stories and fairy tales. Well, I don't know about all that. But sure, you can take a look before you leave today. And I can have Joe or Sue do that scanny thing they do with the computer, and they can send you a copy with, uh, internet mail. Um, thanks. I'd appreciate that. Detective, let's go. But, but the paper... It can wait. We found a paper today that needed to be signed. There was a cold snap at the very time I came to visit. They happened to have a campfire when they normally wouldn't, encouraging us to come out of the cold and into the campfire circle where Jack told a story that could have been written about me. I almost feel like something was pushing me to hear that story. It's Joe. Hello? Hello, Alexander? It's Joe. We need to talk. Yeah, I think we do. Ephesians 4.32 says, Be kind to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God, through Christ, has forgiven you. Jakai wouldn't forgive his brother for breaking his bow, but Aryeh forgave Jakai, even after he destroyed his house and hurt his leg. Are you holding on to a snake like Jakai was? No, not a real snake. But has someone hurt you and you refuse to let it go? God forgave us a huge amount, so when someone hurts us or does something wrong to us, we should follow God's example and forgive them. No matter what they did to us, big or small, because it's nothing compared to what God forgave. I wonder if Alexander will forgive Mountain Man Joe. You'll have to keep listening to find out.
Well, that's all for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. For more fun from the world of Basecamp, ask a parent and check out our website at lifeaction.org Basecamp, where you can find free coloring pages, additional audio dramas, and more. Basecamp Adventures is a presentation of Life Action Ministries. Jakai's Revenge was written by Evan David and Justin Green, with direction and sound design by Evan David, Hugh Duncan, Phil Krause, Tom Mathis, and John Reeford. Our vocal talent included Zach Canfield, Josh Caton, Nathan Cowles, Evan David, Matt Fredericks, Melissa Hankins, Bradley Hertzklotz, Dan Jarvis, Anna Nelson, Michael Poole, and Rich Lee. Our executive producer was Aaron Paulus, and I'm Megan, hoping you'll join us next time for another Base Camp adventure. Adventure.